Welcome to Seller's Journey, the podcast where we speak to great sales reps and leaders and share their real stories from start to sales success. Hi, everyone. I'm Joseph Fung, and I am joined today by Anthony Puglia, a strategic accounts manager at Avic Networks. Anthony, thanks for joining us. Yeah, Joe, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, especially on such an uh, auspicious day. Uh, you shared earlier it's your dad's birthday today. That's right. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, 59 today. So next year, the big six zero. So hopefully next year's birthday has a lot more uh, celebration than this year. Oh, man, uh, I'll keep my fingers crossed. Uh, and that's a that's a good time. Uh, it's funny when we were chatting earlier. Uh, I love the fact that we both shared the fact that we have the long form of our names while our fathers have the shorter form. Uh, so your your dad was Tony, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And, and mine's mine's Joe. So I go by Joseph and we're gonna have a fun conversation now that we've <laughs> we've built rapport and, and figured yeah. out how to navigate this one. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I was so excited when your name showed up in a list of recommended guests. Um, I have so much respect for your team, your company, uh, and and Mercedes, who introduced us, uh, spoke about your uh, incredible growth through the company. And so I'm so excited to dig into that and share a bit about your journey. To dig in and start off, why don't we start at the basics? Where did you grow up? Where'd you go to school? Let's start there. Yeah, sure. So I actually grew up in a little small town called Beamsville. It's just between Hamilton and St. Catharines uh, in the Niagara region. Um, not too many people have heard about it, even though you've probably driven through in it uh, a million times. Um, and then what took me out to KW was actually going to Laurier. Um, so my sister went to Laurier. Um, I always liked the idea of going to Laurier and uh, eventually made it happen. Now, you mentioned earlier that uh, the way you got into sales was a bit of a surprise. And, and for a lot of people, we hear that. So what was your surprise? How'd that happen? Yeah, so um, like most students, uh, I fell in love with Waterloo and I didn't want to go home over the summer because I was always trying to you know, find a good co-op opportunity or find a good job between uh, semesters. And I was literally applying to everything and anything. Um, my background was landscaping. I did it every summer in high school. So I thought I was going to a, a landscaping job <laughs> and I'm sitting in the uh, application room and they start asking me all these questions about sales. And, you know, it was always something I thought I wanted to get into, but I definitely wasn't prepared for it. Uh, so the next thing you know, it was a, a five hour long interview session um, and I ended up getting the job. So it was actually canvassing door to door on behalf of charities. So those annoying people uh, who knock on your door, uh, that was me. But it was for a really good cause, and uh, I learned a lot from it. So to make sure I understood, was it you thought you would get into landscaping, or did you interview thinking it was a landscaping job? 100% thought it was a landscaping interview. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought you were going to be a landscaper. Now you're fundraising. Uh, yeah. And But when you graduated you weren't a fundraiser. You went into a different direction. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was really what spurred my career in sales and where it kind of all began. Because when you're knocking door to door, it's all about perseverance. And that's kind of what sales is to me in a nutshell. Is just there's always another door waiting for you to be knocking on. Um, so I ended up um, crossing paths with this uh, startup microbrewery at the time. Um, it's now known as Forefathers. Um, we were brewing out of Guelph, uh, Rockwood area, and now they have an awesome facility out in Hespler, um, 
if you haven't been there, you, you've got to go check it out. Uh, but I was essentially uh, wearing many hats for them. I did all of their sales, marketing, social media, deliveries, you know, you name it. It was forefathers and, and me, basically. <laughs> okay, so wait, let me get this right. So you go to school, you're loving the town so much, you go into arguably the wrong interview, but get the job, and then you land a job selling beer. Yeah. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So- it, it started up as a uh, summer gig. They were just looking for a co-op student, uh, but I had taken them from about 20 accounts, 20 restaurants, and um, uh, I guess pubs around the KW area. And by the end of my summer, we were at about 120. So mm-hmm. they figured out I was doing something right. So I actually stayed on while in my fourth year of, of Laurier. And uh, fun fact, I, I lived right off of Bricker, so there would be the big forefathers beer van in, in my driveway. So I think every Thursday night, Friday night, there'd be people knocking on my door thinking we were having a house party. <laughs> uh, but I was like, no, I'm just I'm just parking. <laughs> so so did that build you, uh, you know, some some good reputation? So that when you did throw the house party, you got away with it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, as soon as I uh, started mentioning these stories, uh, ears started perking up about uh, new marketing opportunities around the student <laughs> area. So <laughs> that's where the marketing cap came in. <laughs> nice, nice. Now, I think part of what made our introduction so interesting is you've had this really, really uh, amazing journey, uh, but you're not selling beer anymore. You're selling mm-hmm. tech. Um, Correct. To, to help our audience, can you share a little bit about what Avic Networks does and sells. Yeah, so uh, we work with uh, MSPs, we call them managed service providers. And, and basically what it is, is a third party or outsourced IT um, who use Avic to better troubleshoot, better manage and document for network issues. Uh, so most businesses won't have somebody on site on their team to actually do the troubleshooting. So they'll contract third parties out uh, who are our partners uh, to come in with the fix. So we basically mm-hmm. GPS out the network, find where the issue is, and we'll actually show them uh, so they can even sometimes fix these issues remotely, which is a, a big time saver for us. Wow. So you now you, you've got this role right now, and we're going to come back to how you grew through your, your time at Avic. But I loved the story about how you land the gig. Can you share us sure. a bit? How did that happen? Uh, and, yeah, so I really want to emphasize this one because we hear this request all the time. How do I get into tech? And you've done this, so mm-hmm. please. Yeah, albeit totally blind. Again, I'm probably the worst interviewer ever because I never even realize I'm interviewing or what I'm interviewing for. Um, so definitely something I need to work on. But uh, Mercedes, who kind of orchestrated today's meeting, um, we actually went to the same high school now, not at the same time. She was there a few years earlier. But I just got this uh, LinkedIn message and she basically said, hey, I usually send out these generic messages to everybody. But so we went to the same high school. Um, See, so you're doing awesome things. But if you know anybody else who's awesome, uh, I'd love to chat with you over coffee. And so I had a bunch of friends who are also in university, Laurier BBA, who are all looking for their starts. So I thought, hey, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? Um, no intent of all ever leaving forefathers. I absolutely loved it there. I can't say enough good things about them. Um, and so I end up meeting with Mercedes. She sits me down and she's, she's talking about how awesome Avic is and all the great people, how much the company's growing. And by the end of it, uh, she had basically flipped it on me and asked me if I would be interested. Wow. Um, yeah. So then I, I met with, uh, 
a lot of the higher ups within the company. It was it was a very green experience for me. I literally had no context. Uh, and within the next week, uh, I had an offer um, while still at Laurier. So then I had to make the tough decision of do I leave uh, forefathers, which basically treated me like their own son, uh, no pun intended, uh, for this new venture that I had no scope uh, into computer networks other than the fact that I use a computer. Um, so it was a big risk, but it, I have zero regrets whatsoever of the decision I've made. I, I love the, uh, uh, maybe, maybe confidence is the right word, but the, the guts to make that kind of a leap. That's really awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of like you alluded to here, Joseph, like a lot of people are just chomping at the bit to get into tech. Um, it was one of those opportunities where I was still in school. I have my whole kind of life to figure out what came next and I just took a leap of faith and it really, really worked out. So on that, you took that leap of faith and uh, sometimes when people take a leap like that, you know, the the outcome isn't what they hoped, but you've had, uh, I love how Mercedes said it, skyrocketed to strategic accounts manager. And uh, looking at LinkedIn, I mean, we see five roles in less than three years. That's quite the pace. I, even if you could just give us a rough idea, how did that happen? Well, you know, what what really helped you advance so quickly? Um, because a, a lot of people aspire to do that, and you know, you clearly have, have figured out some of the journey. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of it is just timing. Uh, the opportunity presented itself. Avic was, I believe, at that time around forty employees uh, mm-hmm. when I first came on. Now we're at just shy of two hundred. Um, so I, I really came in at the right time and. Uh, the good thing about sales is numbers don't lie. Um, I was doing really well as a BDR. Again, to dial back to that knocking on the door mentality of there's always somebody else waiting. Being a BDR in, in tech is tough. And, you know, hat mm. tip to all my fellow BDRs and BDR alumni who've graduated out like I have. Um, but it really, really does help develop the acumen and the gift of the gab when you're essentially trying to sell somebody on something where you can't physically show them the product. Um, you're selling them on the idea, which is sometimes even tougher. Um, so again, opportunity presented itself to become a junior account manager. I was doing all the right things. I had great leadership um, from, at the time, Alex Hoff and, and Rob Payne. Um, and they took me under their wing. And from there, I was doing really, really well to the point where they wanted me to focus on a new segment uh, called our emerging accounts, which was um, our smaller partners where... There was tons of growth opportunity, but we we just weren't targeting them. Uh, that was a really big success on my own uh, to the point where I started managing my own team. <laughs> I grew to a team of uh, about four people. And then from there, the, the program went really well. We automated it out as much as possible. Um, mm-hmm. And then from there, it actually led me to an opportunity to helping open up our, our global office in Australia. Uh, so I was in Australia for six weeks helping get that up and running. Um, we had new leadership come in after the fact and, uh, they wanted me to be on more senior, uh, more of a senior sales role, I guess you could say. I did that for a couple months and it was going really well. And now I'm the, uh, the sole account manager for those, uh, strategic accounts, which are essentially our enterprise level partners. So you, you've had this kind of surprise journey into sales and then remarkable journey into tech. Yeah. You've seen a lot of sides of the sales process. What's surprised you most? I think for me, it's the misconception that 
uh, not everybody sell, uh, does uh, sales. Um, you know, we actually had a, a breakout session at Avic one night. And what really resonated with me was a, a gentleman in the crowd had said, everybody sells. You know, I had to sell my, my wife on choosing me. I have to sell her continuously about what we should be having for dinner. Um, and I never had thought about it like that because sales is so often product focused where if you actually take a step back, it's like I sold myself on the outfit I wore today. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's the one thing that sometimes gets lost in the translation of sales is everybody has this misrepresentation of what a salesperson truly is and anybody can be a salesperson. Um, and that's, I think, ultimately what I like about the space is you get to kind of be a chameleon and adapt to the conversation or situation at hand. And and that's what keeps me going is always kind of being alert and ready uh, for the next thing to come. I love hearing you speak about it because your enthusiasm for sales really clearly comes through in, in everything that you're saying. Um, I'm really enjoying this very much. Um, speaking, actually, that speaking of that, Outside of the office, you're also involved in a, I suppose, a not-for-profit organization for sales professionals. Could you share a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I literally can't take any credit for this at all, Joseph. I was actually approached by the founder of what's called uh, Young Sales Professionals KW, uh, shortened for uh, YSPKW. Um, my colleague Maddie, uh, Maddie Fairburn, she's our founder. Uh, she's been facilitated everything for the past year or so. And ultimately, what we wanted to do was create a platform where, you know, when I was at Laurie, when when Maddie was at uh, University of Waterloo, there just was no real course dedicated to sales specifically. So mm-hmm. a lot of this is kind of like developing a trade, uh, like an apprenticeship, if you will. And that's kind of how I approached my time at Avic of, you know, I always had somebody to consult with or somebody to be my mentor, whether it was Mercedes as a BDR or Rob Payne, Alex Hoff, uh, Alex McGarry, Rob Ald, like the list goes on and on of all the people that I get to work with. Um, but not everybody has that benefit of being in that collaborative team environment. And that's ultimately what we wanted to do with YSP is just give people a platform to network, meet industry leaders in the KW region. And we've actually had a series of hires just from hosting two events. And I think we're at, um, you know, over a few hundred members now and going strong. Um, we're looking to host a, a virtual event at some point over the next uh, month or two, depending on how uh, the rest of this all plays out. But same kind of mentality of, of Uvaro, like you guys are doing great things around that style of training. So it's it's kind of like a rising tide lifts all ships, um, where it's great to see that sales is getting kind of the attention that um, it deserves. I love hearing your, uh, your comments about Kind of improving the ecosystem and the environment. Thanks for the plug for Yuvaro. Always appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, always, always. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know that I said I wouldn't take up too much of your time, and you know I'm sure we've all got calls that we need to hit too. So maybe I can ask you a couple of rapid fire questions before we wrap up. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Okay, so let's hear your answer to some of these. What's your favorite sales tool? Salesforce. I'd be lost without it. <laughs> nice. Uh, and what about movies? What's your favorite movie? Uh, Forrest Gump. It's it's like watching like five movies in one. It's got everything. It's got sports. It's got war. It's got love. It's got everything. Oh, I love it. Now, to be to be fair, I don't know how we can top selling beer. But uh, when you were a kid, what did you want to grow up to be? Um. So I always had the Canadian dream of uh, most young boys of uh, being a professional uh, hockey player. 
Um, when that started to fade, the next best thing was to be a, uh, a sales rep for uh, Bauer, which is one of my favorite hockey companies. So even oh, at nice. a young age, I always wanted to go into sales, just uh, never really knew it uh, out in the open. There we like go. That. Yeah. I love that. Anthony, thank you. This has been such a great conversation. Thank you for being available. Yeah, no problem at all, Joseph. I actually really enjoyed this. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. I hope you have a fantastic day. I hope you and your family have an amazing birthday party, and I'm looking forward to our next conversation. Yeah, we'll see how much we can decorate up the uh, the Zoom virtual backgrounds for it, but we'll, uh, well, you know, we'll make the most of it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You take care and have a great afternoon. All right. Thanks so much. You too.